right now we are living in a time where anything is possible. You can pretty much make a business out of anything, right? And you're probably thinking to yourself, if you haven't jumped on the bandwagon yet, it's too late. I missed my shot. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not too late. In fact, it's never too late. Actually, right now is the perfect time to start a business. Hey guys, I'm Alora Rochelle and you're listening to the Align with Alora podcast. This podcast is about purpose for all you thriving creatives out there because I strongly believe you don't have to constantly hustle to grow and pursue your wildest dreams. Each week, I'm going to show up on here and have conversations with you about motherhood, business, photography, and just plain real life. I want to share all the mistakes I've made because I want you to know I've been there before and I'm here if you need anything. I'm so glad that you're here today, friend. Here's today's episode. My personal opinion, I trust smaller businesses more than huge companies. Now that we are living in a time where we know what's in our food, we know there's like a way to shortcut things, and I just love shopping from local artists, local businesses, mom-pop shops. I think it's incredible. And I think it's incredible that I can help put food on the table for other families as well. So I was looking up some statistics on businesses and entrepreneurship and new businesses that are thriving in 2020. And the amount of entrepreneurs projected to exist in 2020 has doubled from 2019. So that report basically states that it's going to be about 27 million Americans are starting and running new businesses. Like, Whoa, that is incredible, right? And there was another study that a good 50% of the population are debating on the entrepreneurial ideas but haven't taken action yet. 50% of the population probably has a huge dream but they have no idea how to turn it into a profitable business. Like, oh my gosh, like I wish I could just meet every one of them and be like, you can do it. But if you're in that 50%, I have created this podcast just for you to give you that little push to let you know that you can do it. There are tons, there's so much room for new ideas and new businesses. And even if it is the same thing, nobody can be you and nobody can explain it. Nobody can do it exactly like you can. Like I think every person individually has their own talent, their own superpower, their own thing that is tailored to them. It's unique. And every individual to me is unique in their own way. None of us are exactly the like and that is what I love the most. And I also think the mindset that people have that there's not enough room, the market is overly saturated, like it's not true. You have to kind of step back from like what you see around you and kind of think big picture here. We're at a point in the world where there's enough pie for everyone. I mean, think about it. We're doing probably similar things right now and some of us are doing okay and some of us are trying to find the way to get into the niche and it's totally possible. So I had a question on my Instagram and they said, what is the best way to reach out to potential clientele when you don't know where to start? Now the first bit of advice I'd have to say is practice, practice, practice. So the major thing that is in the way of our own success and our own goals is ourself. And I feel like the best way to kind of rid of the slight imposter syndrome that's telling you, oh, you're not good enough, you're not professional enough, you don't know what you're doing, what do you think you're doing, is to practice. Because when you have a little bit of practice under your belt, it's kind of 
easier to kind of flick that thought aside and be like, well, I know what I'm doing because I've practiced. I've done these type of shoes. I've done these type of shoes. I know what to do in this situation, in this situation. So it it honestly just, you have to put your best foot forward and just get out there. I mean, if you're a photographer, my biggest advice would to be take pictures of everything. When I was first started, I took my sisters outside and every type of lighting situation was like, we're going to do a photo shoot. We're going to do a photo shoot. Dress up in this. Wear this. We're going to do this. Take pictures of, I took um, pictures of my parents indoors. They were sick of it. I took pictures of inanimate objects and different light sources. I've tested everything on everything to the point that when I finally did a wedding, I had experience with all different types of light sources and I knew how to use my settings in manual. So I wasn't just a brand new beginner who didn't know how to use their camera. Now, practice can only get you so far without you actually getting out there and doing the thing. So when I actually did end up shooting a wedding by myself, I realized that I have to change my settings extremely fast and I have to know how to be constantly aware of different light sources, people moving, being asked to do a bunch of things, given five seconds to figure out a new location. So over time, you just have to get out there and just start charging and start booking clients. So there is this thing that is called analysis paralysis and we talked about this slightly Well, we touched on it previously. Basically, analysis paralysis is a person that overanalyzes, overthinks a situation that can cause forward motion or moving forward decision making. It paralyzes them, which means that no solution or course of action is decided upon. Wow. And I can definitely talk about this because it's happened to me before. I think it happens to anyone in the beginning, especially when you're trying to launch something, that means that your face is on the line, your your name is on the line. It's paralyzing. It really is. And you're like, okay, I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure I look like I know I'm, I'm doing. But honestly, failure is means to a success to me. Like you have to fail to succeed because if you never fail, then that means you haven't done anything. You haven't tried anything. You didn't take a risk and That's what this is all about. It's about taking a risk. And then when you fall, you get up, you brush off your shoulders, and you keep moving. Like, you can do all the research that you want. You can do research until you have headaches. And I've been there before as well. But if you're waiting for the right time, or if you're waiting for the right moment, or when you learn from this person, or when you learn this thing, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll actually just say that I'm offering this, or I'm actually going to do this you're never going to take the leap and you're never going to do it because you're going to convince yourself you'll you'll never have enough knowledge to do the thing. So what do I suggest? I say get out of your own head. If you have to take a day where you don't research, honestly limit your research. Limit your research to an hour or less and then get on to do what you have to do. Practice, practice, practice what you've learned And then maybe start a conversation, show it off in Instagram stories what you're working on and say, hey, is anybody interested in such and such? Believe it or not, it works. And I've done it. So I'm telling you, it really does work. Getting out of your own head or your worst case scenario mindset is one of the best things you can do for yourself. Anyone can do for themselves, especially if you're trying to start something new. So just done, not perfect. If you remember that mindset, it's okay. 
you are the boss now, okay? You're the boss. You can always make changes. You can always make tweaks. And that's how you grow. You just have to put something out there and make adjustments. You didn't technically fail. You're just fixing things as you go along, which is okay. Now, I posted this in my Instagram stories a couple weeks back when I was kind of teasing you guys about this episode, but it said, your first podcast will be awful. And let me tell you, mine was, I think the sound was terrifying. Your first video, if you're a YouTuber, will be awful. Or Instagram stories, whatever. Your first artwork will be awful. Your first photo will be awful. So get over it and do the first awful thing and grow from it. Why do I say all of this? Because this is how I built my business. This is how anyone has ever built their business. They never said, oh, I started off on top and it just kept going from there. Like, no, I made mistakes. I made decisions. I made adjustments. I've made tweaks and here I am and I'm still growing and I'm still learning and that's okay. I don't think you're ever going to get to a point where you're like, hmm, this is all I need to know. I'm perfect now. Like, no, a lot of people, even when they're so successful, are still learning. They're still having mentors. They're still getting information one way or another. I mean, when I first started out as a photographer, I told strangers I was a photographer. When I was awful, I handed out business cards that I made from Vistaprint for $10. I told people to go to my bubblegum pink and blue website that I created myself on Wix. And yeah, I did it. And people still booked me. (laughs) I made my logo myself. I don't even, PicMonkey? Yes, it was PicMonkey. I made my logo on PicMonkey and it was the best cursive writing I've ever seen. I was like, oh yeah, cursive means I'm professional. Over here, just dreaming my biggest dreams. But after I got some weddings under my belt or photo shoots, portraits, I made adjustments and I, I kind of tailored myself to my brand that I am now. So now after you practice, you should have content. Now market the heck out of it and reach out to your dream clients and tell them what you can do for them. Okay, the second question. What main tip grew your business as a photographer? Okay, well, you're probably going to roll your eyes when I tell you this, but by being myself on Instagram? In 2016, 2017, I can't really remember pre or post Ella, but I would post a picture and it was gorgeous And then an authentic caption about my day, what I was reading, like anything. And it was a different time on social media then. But I was kind of over the idea of posting a perfect photo with an emoji or a quote that made me seem perfect. People would come up to me in person like, OMG, isn't your name Laura Rochelle? I love your work. You seem so perfect. Oh my gosh, your perfect life. Wow, I wish my life was so easy or that cool. And I did not like that. Like for some reason, most people love that stuff. They love to be fawned over. But like me... It was so inauthentic. I was like, "Mm, no, is that what it looks like on Instagram? Like, that is not my real life. Like, this is the best stuff. This is the highlight reel. This is the best of the best, right? The summary of Spotify, end of the year kind of thing. I was so overcome with the fact that people would eventually find out that I wasn't as cool or I wasn't as perfect. So I started exposing myself and (laughs) I haven't looked back since. So fast forward to 2018. I showed up with Friday introductions and asked people about themselves. I told a behind-the-scenes story about my couples and actually connected people with me and my work, talked about my life, talked about what me and Ella were doing or what we weren't doing, 
And that was the year that my work or my Instagram page really just took off. The year that I quintupled my bookings and my income, actually. It blew my mind. So all that to say this, no one can be you and that is your superpower, right? (laughs) said that before. I'm going to say it again. No one can come up with the things that you do or the words that you say. So show us who you are. Let us trust you. People connect with people. Personally, if you think about it, it's so much easier to buy from somebody when they tell you their story, when they tell you more about them. You won't just be like, let's just say some random ad shows up and it's like, hey, buy my thing. You're like, "Mm, no, who are you and what are you doing here? It's exactly how it works with everything in life. Basically, when you're an entrepreneur, you have to get into the habit of self-marketing. So to bring everything home, guys, I'm going to wrap it up right here. There is no magic answer. You just have to get a small sliver of courage and confidence to just go for it. Jump, take the leap, do whatever it is you have to do. Take small steps and watch what beauty unfolds afterwards. I mean, you can report back to me later in the Facebook group or DM me on Instagram and tell me how much you loved this advice, but this is stuff that I talk about all the time to even like my friends when they're having a bad day so why not talk to you guys about the same thing get out there crush your biggest goals and let's kill it in 2020 guys i will talk to you later hey there real quick before you go if you like today's episode please feel free to screenshot it share it in your stories and tag me at laura.rochelle and if you want bonus points and to be my best friend in the entire world it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star review telling me how much you liked it leaving reviews helps me get found from more listeners like you and it helps support me so i can keep making free awesome content just for you guys thank you in advance Everything that I've mentioned you can find in the show notes. And don't forget to continue the conversation over at the Facebook group called Align with the Laura Podcast, also in the show notes. I believe if we motivate and empower each other, we can always rise together. And who knows, maybe you can pick the next episode on the Facebook group. I'm so excited to talk to you guys again next week, and I will see you later. Bye.